Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. You're listening to The Source with Andrea Lawful Sanders on Word Radio. Streaming live on wordradio.com and the Word Radio app. Welcome back to The Source and the hottest hour in radio. <laughs> if you are just joining us, I am a... Fahim, I don't see you on the. I don't see your face. I'll I'll work my way in there. Hold on. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) If you are just joining us, I am Andrea Lawful Sanders, your host, Mondays through Fridays from five to seven a.m. We're having the Love Is segment. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. Let's get ready, cause listen, we're going to talk about among other things. Let me tell you, Sheree. She jumped on and she's like, "What we talking about? And is it going to kill me?" (laughs) (laughs) we are going to talk about the proper way to present yourself when dating and russell wilson taking on other people's children you know what what is it like to take on other folks children when you get into a relationship that that's just two of the things that might pop off up in here (laughs) because you know with us one thing always leads to another another one (laughs) another another (laughs) 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 and there's so many other things going on so let me introduce uh sheree Um, we need to do a little bio of you too, because you're a part of this as a mother, lover and agent for change with a passion for showcasing the magic of black women and the beauty of black love. Sheree Syfax seeks to demystify the stereotype that black women can't have it all and do it with style, class and grace. Now, don't be fooled. She didn't always have the answers to help women attract the man of their dreams. She at one time also struggled to successfully navigate relationships until she decided to do her own inner work. Um, the Love Is segment is a popular one on WURD radio because we talk about the things that everybody else just want to dance around, right? Yes. Um, Fahim is my lovely, lovely love. Fahim is so good, right? He's my technical producer, but even while he's on the air with me, he's sharing information. Andrea, did you see this? I'm, I love that, right? Um, mm-hmm. he's, not, he's not just behind the ones and the twos, making sure that we sound good and that the commercials come on. He really is an actively engaged participant in my show and I love it right so thank you Fahim well y'all I hope you're ready to put your seatbelts on and buckle up um we are going to talk today in our love is segment uh Fahim we're going to let you start right so tell me about the thing that you saw with Russell Russell Wilson who is Ciara's well Ciara's husband <laughs> uh you ready for Fahim yes yes I'm ready all, all right, right. Go ahead. oh okay so yeah, so I, I shared something I, I saw on, um, I believe it was Instagram, which is a video. Uh, Russell Wilson was on a podcast and, uh, they were talking about his relationship with Sierra. And, and, uh, you know, as, as we know, Sierra had a, a, ch- a child in her, from a previous relationship with Future before she met, uh, Russell. So he was just describing how he felt when he met Sierra and met her son for the first time. And, and he knew, uh, right away that, you know, uh, helping raise her son would, would be become his responsibility and, and his gift from God. And, um, you know, and it was just very touching to, to hear that. Cause as we know, you know, taking on somebody else's child is, is not easy. I mean, it's, we, we, most of us love children. So it's easy to say like, Oh yeah, sure. I'll, I'll accept another child, but you know, saying and doing are two completely different things because as, as we know, it's not always just about being that that bonus parent for the child like it's, it's other dynamics involved like in, in in that case specifically you know russell was making that decision understanding 
the environment he will be putting himself in as far as who the father of that yeah. child was. You know, he knew is, he would be step, is, yeah, he yeah. knew he would be dealing with another mm-hmm. parent that isn't the most mature person in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, very uh, you know, shady. Has a platform. Yeah, very, very mm-hmm. immature, which is yeah, has a platform. That, you know, has has a lot of, you know, fans that that echo what he says, which is um probably, you know, partially probably why that relationship between mm-hmm. Future and Sierra didn't work out because of how he is. Because, mm-hmm. you know, whenever, especially at the very beginning of that relationship, it was just so much nonsense coming from Future's camp, you know, calling the guy corny and making jokes about him. And it, I always loved how Russell responded to it. Instead of saying things, going back and forth, he would just post a video playing catch with his son. You know what I'm saying? You know? So I was like, I, I, which I is, loved, which I loved that Which is just as petty, but right, I'm right. it, it's, petty. it's petty, but it's a silent petty. A mature petty. Right. It's a, it's a mature petty. But, you know, that's, that's, that's tough when, you know, you, you know that that's going to be your life for, for, for the foreseeable future that you might be having this petty back and forth with the other parents. So, you know, and, and um, Outside of that, you also have the dynamics and how you raise your children. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I have no problem. You know, if, if I date a woman that, that has has a child or has children, I have no problem, you know, being a part of that because I have children. I love children. But if we have conflicting uh, processes of of raising children, that, that could create issues. If I'm trying to teach the children or discipline the children one way and then you come behind me and you have a, a different way of doing it, you know, that can cause conflict. So it's, it's not easy when you, you know, bring others into your world like that. But it, it, but the fact that, he, you know, he stepped up to the plate and put all that to the side, you know, it just said a lot about him. OK, uh, I have a question for you, Fahim. If you're the mother of your children decides that she's going to date and uh, be in a relationship with someone else, how would you feel as a father? If another man steps in, you know, while, you know, while they're with your with your your child's mother um, about, you know, your children being around that person. How do you deal with that or not? To me, it's just it's, all about the comfort of the children. Like uh, okay. my, my, my children's mother, she she's in a relationship. And um, mm-hmm. I, I know when uh, he he first started coming around, I just asked because I mean, for one, I trust I trust her judgment. In men, yeah, right. as far as okay. the type of men that's that's that she dates, that's so maturity, right, yes. right. Like I was like, I mean, she she has good taste. She dated me, so come on, come on. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> no, Black so, Jesus, I mean, go I, ahead, I, but no, I I just knew she wasn't. You know, she's not the type that's going to go out there and date like a knucklehead. So mm-hmm. I wasn't too concerned about that part of it. And then you know, once he was actually around the children, mm-hmm. um, the next time. The kids were with me. I just asked them, like, you know, do you guys not like him? Do you think he's nice? And they said yes. And that was good enough for me. Like, hey, if the, kids, if the kids are comfortable with you, I'm all good. That's a mature way of dealing with it. Cherie, what do you want to add to that? Because, you know, I got a whole thing that I need to say around that. So a couple of things. Yeah, I think to Fahim's point, I think if the parents both have a, a mutual respect for each other, I think you tend to um, understand and know the type of individuals that your um, your partner will choose and then who they will and will not have around their children. Um, that's the first... Andrea, what's she doing? I'm just, <laughs> like gardening I'm over there. Huh? You're gardening on us? Yeah, listen, this is my air plant. Go ahead. Um, so I think at the basis... 
it, it's back to understanding yourself and picking the right person, attracting the right person. Because I think a lot of the issues that they have has to do and and being confident in your parenting. I think a lot of the issues that they have is that future is not confident in his parenting. But and he's so, still growing as an individual. Right. And so because of that, every little thing becomes a bigger thing or he has to um, disparage or disrespect or play down or what have you because he's, you know, not quite where he probably wants to be financially. Russell is, is definitely, you know, I don't know, I don't know all their business, but you know, I'd have to assume that an NFL quarterback with guaranteed contracts, <laughs> you know, a Super Bowl wins under his belt, um, would, would have a, a more, uh, a bigger income than, uh, kind of a, I, I consider. Yeah, but but would the money matter if you're just doing what you're supposed to do to take care of your child? I think, I think for ego, it does. Here I think for ego, it does. And so I think what you, the issues that they have have a lot to do with where future is at, in his life and his inability um, to just release and appreciate that a man has come in and is is a good Helping person with his to children, his son yeah. and all those things because he could treat him differently. He could act differently. He could do a whole lot. Mm. Um, and also, um, you know, I, would, I don't, I'm, you know, not a therapist, but, you know, when, when someone has to have that many children by that many different people, there's something that's feeding their, whether it's their ego or something they're missing or, or just, you know, whatever. And so, if, you know, future ha- shows he still has some evolving to do. The fact that he has been in so many relationships and has so many different children by so many different people. How many but, children does he have? Because I don't follow the brother. Um, if I'm not mistaken, is there... Six I'm, or I'm, I'm searching right now. Yeah, he has quite a few. Because mm-hmm. I remember when Sierra was with him before she even had the baby, she was pictured with him and maybe four other women, four or five other women, if I'm not mistaken. That was a while back. Um, but but the other thing, and yeah, this eight children. Sorry, eight children. That's what I thought. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, I didn't want to put that number out there without, <laughs> but that's what I thought. Um, the other thing is men and women have this issue, but I can see how men, because again, men have ego. Like, I think men don't mind you being with someone else as long as that person isn't better than them, isn't perceived to be better than them. Um, I think a lot of people have, don't have an issue with their partners being with someone else as long as that person is perceived to not be you know, better looking, more money, what you know, all those things. And I think, huh? This is so crazy. It's so true. But I think there's there's truth to that. Mm -hmm. There's validity to that. So if Russell was a fifth string quarterback and didn't nobody know his name and you know, if, if he was if he was Brock Purdy before Brock Purdy became Brock Purdy, nobody would care. Yep. Yeah, I, de- I definitely think it's a it was a, a e- it was an ego hit. The fact that, um, yeah, you know, so, she she moved on to a man that could provide her a life that he couldn't because, you know, to your point, a, NFL, a starting NFL quarterback is going to make considerably more than just a kind of a B-list rapper. A B, yeah. You know, I mean, you know is, is, so, he B, is he B or C? Because right, from a, a personality standpoint, you know, if, if 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 you're if you're a man who has, you know, a, um you know, you, you you have a, a you know a, ba- a baby mama or whatever and she moves on to a guy that's like Russell Wilson personality wise 
I feel like you would be happy with that. Like that that's the type of man that's around. You know, he's a very, very uh, you know, religious person. Very, very, you know, educated and, and nice guy. Like you that's the type that, of guy yeah. I would like around my kids. Right, <laughs> right, right. Again, the maturity level. So it is, uh, for those of you who are under the sound of our voice and you hear us talking about future and Russell Wilson and Sierra, this, <clears throat> this transposes into our daily lives. When I first began dating Mr. Mister, um, about a weekend, we began talking about, you know, what is it that we want out of our relationship? And he broached the subject. It wasn't me. I didn't say, where is this going? I didn't give a diggity darn. I was just enjoying my entire life and having the time of my life trampoozing all over the place with him. And, I, you know, he talked about his two sons. I talked about my two sons and what, why they're so important to me. He said the same thing. And uh, we, as we spoke, we realized that we had diametrically different parenting styles. And I was like, wait, 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 what? I didn't have to say much because he was watching my sons who were much younger achieving at such high rates that he realized that allowing them to grow and to thrive and to becoming the men that they are makes all the difference in the world that you know the guilt that a lot of parents have guilt around well mama left or father left so i'm just going to do everything i can for you my husband was that parent right you know their mother wasn't there let me just go ahead and make sure these boys have everything that they have my parenting style was I paid for you to go to college. I gave you all the things that you needed. Now go on and fly. If you need something, come to me. We will, you know, we'll work it out, et cetera, et cetera. And the first time my, uh, our oldest son, my husband's oldest son met my oldest son and he was coming across the street to his house. He said, well, who is that CEO? And I said, that's my son. <laughs> the way they presented themselves, right? So we began together to work as a team to parent cohesively. Right. Even though there were older children, um, you know, in their, uh, the youngest one, what my youngest son was like 18, 15, 16, 17, maybe 17 at the time. Um, we co-parented. So I was like, okay, does this work for you? How can we navigate around this so that we can make a better, better decisions as it applies to all four of our sons? Right. And so that we work that out. Cause at first I was looking all side eyes like, well, what the hell is happening here? But when he started to talk to me about the fact that, you know, he was the one only one parenting them at the time. He was trying to give them everything that they needed because he felt badly that mama wasn't around, you know, as much as she could have been or should have been. I, I began to understand while gently saying you have to teach people how to treat you. You have to uh, uh, let the person the, the, let the, the strings go so that they're they can grow into the men that they need to be. And so we did it without having any acrimony around it. Right. So much so that when uh, he was sick in the hospital the other day, uh, his youngest son came and was like, you, you are literally saving my father's life. Right. And we, we had we began having a conversation. So we we're all starting to get much closer. It was a little dicey in the beginning, but we we're all starting to get a whole lot closer. And my sons call if, if I get on their nerves, they call him. That Sunday, uh, Saturday last week, my oldest son called and he was like, he said, where are you? I said, I'm a such and such. He said, I want to talk to you. I want to talk to him. I said, well, they pick up the phone and call him. <laughs> it was so funny. But, you know, they, they have close relationships. And so when you get into relationships where you are, you are co-parenting and sharing children, there are going to be some things that don't work for you, but communication Right. And not petty communication, but the kind of communication where you can sit and talk things through so it doesn't get acrimonious is incredibly important. So as Sharia and I would tell you all the time, if you do your work on yourself, when these situations show up, 
You'll be able to have them in a way that will absolutely. That's thoughtful and not detrimental, as we would say in Jamaica. (laughs) So, you know, Russell Wilson, uh, kudos to him and congrats to him. Um, You know, my husband and I don't talk much about what happens. There was an assumption that my husband was paying uh, my children's college tuition. I had to I had to debunk that quite quickly. I'm like. I met him. We're in a relationship, but my children already been going off to college. One finished college, one was going off to college. So no, he wasn't paying for their college tuition. But even if he was, what business was that of anybody? So I'm going to tell y'all, stop inserting yourselves in people's relationships, please. please yeah, please, please. and we're obviously speaking of it, and we don't know those people. Yes. <laughs> I always try to put an asterisk. We don't know yeah. those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's so, why I made know, it personal, so we could have the conversation. From, from a place. personal level, absolutely. Yeah. So we can have the the talk. And 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 when we are disagreeing about you know the way we are raising children don't let it be detrimental to your marriages please right figure out the ways to have those conversations unless your children are being hurt because children are smart as hell and can use parents as pawns in the simplest ways and you're like that my child you can't and the child is in the corner going they're breaking up right another you know another family is um matt barnes um Derek fisher and and his wife, Matt, has kids by Derek Fisher's wife. They used to brawl, like literally Matt Barnes is a hothead in the NBA, um, retired and all that. But he, they have, he has evolved and he has realized that Derek Fisher loves his children. In fact, Derek Fisher is a coach for his children's high school team or basketball team or what have you. And he said that he had to sit back he hasn't, he's not all the way there yet as far as, as far as evolving as a person, but as it pertains to his children and that relationship, he is much, much more supportive. They co-parent together because he realized that that behavior was impact, negatively impactful to their children. And Derek Fisher loves his children and he needed to give him the space to, you know, establish and, and navigate a relationship with them. So again, back to someone maturing. Um, and I would say that they were probably on the, on the same similar lim- level from ba- being basketball players and at that, uh, at their level and things like that. Um, but and maybe, maybe Matt Barnes probably is more of a journeyman, but still long careers, you know, things like that. Um, but it can be, there can be some acrimony, but there can also be some resolution and some evolution. And so that's a, you know, that has been a more positive outcome that started pretty, you know, um, pretty acrimoniously. So. And and, and here's the other thing. And then we have to take a quick break. The phone lines are open 215-634-8065. Because in this segment, you can call in and talk as much as you want to uh, about the subject matter. On the subject. (laughs) I was like, please, please stay on topic. Don't call me about boo-boo over the corner. Um, uh, Lord, and I just lost my train of thought. We'll be right back. You are listening to The Source on <laughs> WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media, on air and online at wordradio.com. I am Andrea Lawful Sanders. We will be back with Sharice Syfax, Fahim Gori, and myself in the Love Is segment right after these messages. You're listening to The Source with Andrea Lawful Sanders on Word Radio. Streaming live on wordradio.com and the Word Radio app. Welcome back to The Source on WURD, <laughs> progressive black talk media, on air and online at wordradio.com. Laverne Shirley said if her child's fa- children's father was still alive, she would not be with her current husband. I asked her to elaborate. She says, ah. My son's father was very intrusive with my being in other relationships and I didn't want him with anyone else. 
We both agreed not to have children with anyone else. It was immature. The day he died, I was talking to my grandma, telling her I didn't want him to be the reason I can't have a successful relationship, sh shaking my head. So the, the, the point of reference there is, Laverne, neither one of you were over each other. So you couldn't move forward and do anything you wanted to do, um, you know, and that would have been toxic all the way around. Because if, if you're not together, why the hell can't you all be with other people? That just right. made no sense. So you got it. You had to do the work. God took him up out of here so you didn't have to worry about that. But had he been alive, that would have been something you would have to work through. Otherwise, you would have spent your whole life in this toxic space of I, I, you can't date nobody else. I can't date nobody. Else. Who the hell got to have all of that? Black Jesus. All right. So but yeah, we're not gonna. But yeah, we're not gonna be together. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about what you you were sharing with us behind the um uh, while we were in commercial break, Cherie. And then Fahim wants to add to something around that about dating online, child. Go ahead. For dating in general. So yeah, a blade, and I don't tend to, you know, because I was not in a relationship and I was seeking and uh, groups, relationship groups. And then I started to comment on relationships once Tracy and I got together and got married. There's a lot of people like in my algorithm that are still talking about dating. So, cause my girlfriend was like, how do you even get them people saying stuff? Like so just let me, you know, so my algorithm kind of is, is for business friends, dating, those things. So of late, ever since Tabitha Brown announced that she was retiring Chance, her husband, there will be women, and I believe they are single. I know, I know for a fact some of them are single. I don't know everyone's status, but some of them will, will put out this prompt. And again, I know a lot of things are for clicks, it's for, you know, whatever. But they'll put up these prompts about why are Black women retiring their husbands? And then you get a lot of women that, again, I believe are single that kind of act like because we're mules or because we take care of a man because, because men don't work. Like it would be this very, this kind of negative, more toxic. It would, it will promote this kind of negative, toxic, anti-married, anti-black man mm -hmm. dialogue. And I'm just really interested about this anti-black man dialogue out there. That's so crazy because again, stats don't show that black men are as bad as what Absolutely. people want to what say. Said, yeah. But there is a conversation, there's a division and divisiveness amongst Black men and women and social media, it has a chokehold on social media. Um, but anyway, so this one day I had a little bit of time mm -hmm. and I decided to just share because, you know, for those who don't know, Tracy, um, his business prior to us buying the restaurant, um, he was a contractor. His specialty, though, it was roofing, um, getting up on people's roofs and fixing them or putting them down or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, coming out of the pandemic, when he started going back to his normal some normalcy, I remember him going out to being on people's roofs and I was anxious, nervous, like you are on top of a roof. Not that I have height, you know, fear of heights, but you just think of how dangerous that is. Mm -hmm. And so... Just kind of as he started thinking about, you know, other things that he wanted to do. And I was like, you know, you never have to go get on a roof. You don't have to do that. You can retire from that. And so we, as a couple, I mean, I was a high wage earner. I was a director in a medical device company. Like I was a high wage earner. So as a couple, we agreed that he would retire from that. And so he was building our home was kind of his last labor of love, but he did not take on projects um, the last couple of years. And then he announced his retirement. 
And so I shared that that I shared that experience because it was like, why are why are black women, you know, um, retiring their husbands? And I said, because a lot of times they're sitting down and having a conversation and choosing that that's going to be best for their union. And so we did. um, And Tracy started leaning more into his entrepreneurship training in with formerly incarcerated people. And now he has multiple contracts with the state of New Jersey in the Department of Corrections and with the JJC, the the juvenile justice centers. And that's what he does two to three times a week, part, you know, half the day. And then, you know, he has some other things he does. And then we we run the restaurant. But if I had been worried about what the Internet streets is going to say about me and my husband <laughs> making a choice to him retire and get out of something that he hated doing. Think about when it's 100 degrees out here and somebody is on somebody's roof. So that means they're closer to the sun. My husband would come home looking like a grape. I mean, looking like a raisin, you know, because it's just intense sun. And I, I didn't want that for him. And so I referenced and it's what worked out is what worked for us as a couple. So then when I was laid off, he had built up enough of what he loves to do, loves to teach entrepreneurship where I didn't have to worry about working. And then I could focus on growing the business and the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And so it has worked out for us because as a couple, we made that choice. And that's what it feels like a lot of single people. I don't know if they've ever been married that are having these conversations or that are prompting these discussions. Um, And again, I realize it's about monetization and the clicks and whatnot, but it feels like single people or people don't understand what it takes to be married. And like I said, in my comment, I said, there would be no way if I was Tabitha Brown, a millionaire, making all the money I'm making and I'm sending my husband out to be LAPD. Yes. That who's making a third of what less I make. Less than a third of what, yeah. Less than a third, of, like, not even, yeah, a, a 3% maybe of what I'm making. And I'm sending him out there to fight crime and risk his life. There was no way I was going to let Tracy get on one more roof if he didn't want to be. Because also when you lose your passion about it, now you may be a little careless or whatever. All I could hear is him falling off the roof, somebody calling me and being like, he fell off the roof. And so... You know, I don't know if the goal is to create this division between black men and women mm-hmm. or to or to create this um, trope that black women are these people that take care of black men. I just I don't, I don't see it on the broad scale, yeah. not in, um, you know, not as successful couples that are co you know, that are working towards a common goal. Mm-hmm. And so now we made that decision and, and look at where we're at now. I mean, it's a completely different yeah. situation, but it, it started with me saying, you can retire. You don't have to do this anymore. I will be the consistent income earner for a period of time. And while you navigate and figure out, you know, what you need to do to secure the contracts that you need to secure. And that's what marriage is about. Absolutely. Absolutely. They have a similar thing that happened in my house. When I quit, I quit. And I was like, I need to start all over again. He said, I got you. He got me. And on this other side of it, I'm the one because he allowed me to rebuild the things that I wanted to do. I'm the one that, you know, is, is you know, Social Security told him that she makes money. So you we won't give you less, <laughs> you know, because you're in that relationship. But that's why we have to work together as a team. And for those who have never been in a, a, a strong 
healthy, not in a marriage, not just any old marriage, That's but true. In a strong and healthy marriage where you're having those kinds of conversations on a regular basis about who's going to do what. And let's be clear, Tabitha's husband covered her for 20 something years while she was trying to get herself together to become the Tabitha Brown that she is right now. Today, right? How could she, how could she lay next to him? And be like, I'm a multimillionaire. Yeah, you but you go ahead and go, go, girl. And deal with them folks in, in L.A.? And, and and quite frankly, I think we have too much damn time on social media to talk about these foolish things. Because what it does is build up this 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 conversation in our heads that this not going to be. And so then we end up doing the things that Fahim saw. Fahim, tell them what you saw. I said, no, this did not happen. He said, yes, it did. <laughs> tell them what you saw, Fahim. Yeah, so... You know, so, I, okay, so I'm I'm on a dating site, right? And most people know how a dating site works. You know, it's, it's your profile picture, and then there's a bio where you talk about yourself. And, you know, it's supposed to be like, hey, I'm, I'm such and such years old. I'm a Gemini. I graduated from here. I work in accounting. You know, I like long walks on the beach. You know, that's, that's typically what you see in a bio. But what I've been noticing as of late is... You know, I'll be scrolling. I'll, I'll see a, you know, I'll, I'll see a picture. It'll be a beautiful woman, beautiful woman. You go to the, to the about me section and it will, it will literally say this. Like I'm quoting verbatim what I've seen on multiple accounts. It'll start off with, first of all, understand I'm not about drama. So if you're about drama, keep it moving. This isn't going to be no one night stand. So if you're trying to get some, go ahead and swipe left. I'm, you know, I, I, <laughs> it's just, it's like all these just upfront, rules and it's like even if that's not your intention to play games and and, and stuff like that it's so off-putting that you just go past that <laughs> you know i related you know sherry you're you're you own a restaurant i related to a, a restaurant if you see a restaurant and be like wow that's a nice restaurant uh, a nice restaurant you know beautiful decor the food smells wonderful but as soon as you walk in the host is the saying all right stuff. now y'all before yeah. you sit down you need to understand some <laughs> we ain't things. Gonna do this. You're gonna be quiet. <laughs> you're gonna order what's on the menu. You're not gonna make no custom, you know, customizations. We don't split the bill. You know, you're gonna be like, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna go next door. You know, so yeah. I think we need to work on how we present ourselves to people. I, I understand that folks want to uh, set expectations because nobody wants to waste their time while dating. Yes, but there's a way to do that without, you know, putting up a, a brick wall. You know, like I have expectations, but. I set my expectations off of the way I carry myself, off of the way I speak, the conversation that you have with me. You'll you'll know that there's certain things you can't do with me just off of the way that I, I conversate with you. Yeah, I, that's one of the things I talked to the group when we had the word love event at the Bayou. Mm-hmm. I talked about that online presence and how important it is. And don't talk about I don't do this. I don't do that. I don't do that. Just say who you are. I was yes. like. I'm a girl from the Bay in the city of brotherly love. I love this. I love that. I love this. I do that. I just share who I was. I wasn't like swipe, swipe. I don't even know if it's right or left, but swipe, uh, you know, keep on moving if you're this, that, the other, because just that presentation, you know, um, is a negative presentation. And so even in the way these women, again, I believe a lot of them are single, the way they're presenting online to even disparage married couples to even want to have a conversation around married couples in a way that has a slightly negative connotation to me can't even be off-putting because you're seeing like okay you to me you to me you hating you hating on somebody that's married you're hating on someone that could afford to 
to retire her husband. You're hating on the fact that someone committed to her for 20 something years while she figured out how to navigate so she could get to that. So something in your spirit to me is negative about, and, and it's so interesting about our, the human psyche because I actually watched the Tabitha and Chance um, uh, interview with Club Shay Shay with Shannon Sharp. Mm-hmm. And I wish people talked about that interview as much as they talked about, talk the about the other foolishness. Yes. Because it was actually, you, you really got to see Chance is not some, I'm at the house twiddling my thumbs playing Nintendo type of guy. He's strange. She respects him and she honors him. And you could tell the way they engage. And none of what they've done has come just by osmosis or as happenstance. They have worked together as a unit for her to get where she is. And he sacrificed a lot. I mean, a lot, a lot, a lot. I mean, they've gone back and forth from their hometown to California several times to handle family things, but then move back so she can pursue her career. So he has created and covered her and cared for her through a lot of uncertainty for them to even get here. So she, there would be no way that she wouldn't create the environment for him to be able to make a choice if he wants to get out and go and put on that blue every day and go and deal with folks in South in, in LA. Like California is challenging. So yeah, I just, you know, I, 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 and the bigger issue for me is like, are we trying to create, are we vilifying black men? Are we um, weaponizing black marriages? Like, what? What's the goal? Is there? Is there an? I always is there an agenda here? Right. Because what's being spewed is not 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 you know at least in my reality and those of me those that I know it's not our reality at all. Mm-hmm. Hard uh, conversations for us to have, but have them we absolutely must because and should we. There are folks who get up, oh my God, you're always a vilifying black woman. No, what we're trying to do is get you to a place where you can accept love and receive love once you've done your own work into dealing with the things that have uh, caused you to get to a place where you feel like you have to put up front, I ain't doing this and I first of all, and that's a turnoff for people, right? Uh-huh. And so we have to figure out ways how to communicate so that we can attract to us those people that we want to. I also have to say this. Be very careful about only advertising to, to be with someone who has a bunch of money and, you know, making six figure salaries. They're, pe- they're, they're folks who will not tell you what they make because there are people only attracted to that. Right. So learn how to meet people where they are. See them before you see their salary. See them before you see what they drive and where they live. See them. Everybody wants to be seen authentically, right? I remember my ex-husband saying, it's hard. I will never find another person who will see me exactly as who I am because now everybody sees the money, right? Except you, Andrea, because when when we got married, he ain't nothing, right? And we worked together to get him to a place where he's having money and his money is his money. But we have to be so mindful. When you show up, we always say, how come the woman that doesn't look so cute or the man that doesn't look so cute end up in such great relationships because they saw us. They saw, we saw them, they saw us, right? And so we have to be very mindful about how we're choosing love. Are we choosing it from the heart or are we choosing it from the pocketbook only? Because both things can work at the same time. And when you choose uh, because of, you know, what you love about the person, that person will work their a sung sung off to make sure you have everything that you need, right? Absolutely. So, so, so we have to, we just have to be really mindful about how we're presenting and what that looks like because God knows there ha- there will come a time 
And trust me when I tell you, there will come a time when money will dry up in your relationship. There will yeah. come a time when something will fall apart and you go, oh, ish. Well, what are we going to do? Huh? 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 <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. But I'm telling you, life has a way. Life is cyclical. And so you have to be prepared. Yeah. You have to be prepared for the good as well as the not so good. Let me take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about. We're thinking about money when we come back about our perception of, of why, why everything related to black people and any level of success has to be illuminati and negative because right. white women also, their husbands don't work, too. But we don't talk about that in these Wakanda streets. I know one lawyer who's been taking care of her husband for years on end. He's joining every board known to mankind. Ain't worked a day in his life. Absolutely. And she don't talk about it. She never mentions it. She don't even know I know. Well, <laughs> you are listening. <laughs> you are listening to The Source on WURD, Progressive Black Thought Media, on air and online at wordradio.com. I am Andrea Lawful Sanders. We will be back with the final segment of The Source today with Fahim and Cherie and to talk about what's happening at Booker's this weekend uh, for their one year anniversary right after these messages. You're listening to The Source with Andrea Lawful Sanders on Word Radio. Streaming live on wordradio.com and the Word Radio app. Welcome back to The Source on WURD, Progressive Black Thought Media, on air and online at wordradio.com. If you're just joining us, I am Andrea Lawful Sanders, your host, Mondays through Fridays from 5 to 7 a.m. But he wants to add a part about the brothers, too, because just in case you think that it's just the sisters out here acting a whole fool, Let's just talk about what the brothers are here doing, too. Thank God I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just uh, saying, going back to the presenting yourself uh, topic, you know, we talked about what we see a lot from from the uh, women's standpoint of it. But I, I was saying uh, from the men, too, it's a lot of, um, you know, presenting themselves in the wrong manner uh, to attract people. You know, men, men always complain about gold diggers. You know, women just, just want you to spend all this money and she's after my money. But when you go... On a man's profile, a lot of times, like you'll see, like their profile picture would be them leaning against a nice car, you know, them out at uh, events, uh, literally pictures of them holding money. <laughs> like, that's, you know, that's, that's your picture. So I'm like, if that's right, if, if that's what you put out there, of course, that's, I mean, like, it's, it's like fishing. Like, the bait that you use is going to attract if you If you're using, you know, bait to attract striped bass, you're going to catch striped bass. So why, why, why are you, know, why are you using a profile that's highlighting that you have all this money and then you're mad that all the women that you meet are like, let's go to this $500 restaurant. <laughs> like, well, you, you're, you, you're presenting yourself that you got it like that. Yeah, right. you're posing up against a Mercedes and it's not even yours. Right. It's a car you saw in the parking lot and you just pose up against it. I said, take a picture with me with this, bro. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And okay, y'all. I was thinking, too, before, you know, there, if, if it also feels like if there's been a certain level of success, yeah. there's some vilifying of, of women um, because we... We have the ability, whether we're black or any other, you know, nationality to have a conversation and decide what works for our family. I was sharing that I was at a um, conference um, with Mika Brzezinski gives every year. I think it's know your worth and know your value. A couple of years ago, my company sent me and you had all these kind of high level CFO, CEO women in all these different spaces and a good majority of them had decided because they were asking how do they balance family 
And a good majority of them have had that conversation with their husbands and said, hey, we've decided that he's going to be home with the children. And so that's happening across the country. It is not just happening in black households where black women are retiring their husbands. Married people across the board are making decisions on what's best for their family. So if the woman has the better opportunity or if the, or if the right opportunity presents itself, they're deciding, okay, we have these two small children who's, you know, normally you would do this, but if you're going to be working and traveling, then he will do that. And they were very transparent and talking about how they would have to leave that boardroom mentality and come home and still be wide because he is still the head of their household. So it's happening in homes where there is a healthy marriage, like you said, and then where there's enough income where someone can be having that conversation and making that decision. And it's not only black women, it's not only tap at the Brown. So sometimes because we have not been broadly exposed to maybe wealth and understanding that people make those com- those decisions all the time. We have to vilify Tabitha or women that do that, but, but it's happening in other cultures as well. Um, and it's unfortunate that we think that anyone with any level of income or, or wealth or independence, you know, financial freedom has to be in the Illuminati or has, there has yeah. to be something wrong. There has to be a negative around that conversation instead of like, I'm loving that we started from the bottom in this country and, and now we're we are growing. We yeah. are growing. Um, and, and it's, and it's hard work and it's all paying off. But I love the fact that we're able to make decisions to allow our husbands to be at home because we make do it so well financially. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful to me. Agreed. I absolutely agree. And then, and, and this conversation is going to take a change in thought pattern mindset because we have this thing, you know, the man is supposed to be the breadwinner and take care and do everything. And the woman is supposed to, you know, life has shifted and changed and our mindsets are not shifting and changing alongside it, especially if it's, if it provides and protects the family unit. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so keep people, I mean, you know, folks were mad at me, uh, you know, when I, uh, my husband told me to take a break because I was losing my damn mind. Oh my God. How could you, y'all, you don't get to insert yourself into people's they can share, but you don't get to insert your opinions because that's not what you would have done, right? You've got to allow people to healthy marriages, healthy relationships dictate that that's what we do with one another, right? Mm-hmm. And so we've got to take our our minds off of, oh my God, does that matter about what you would do? But a healthy relationship and what the husband and wife would do in their marriage dictates that they have these kinds of conversations and do what needs to happen for each other. Um, I am, I will be at CCP uh today to talk about the center that's opening up uh for the crown um the crown act uh it's completely sold out i will be the mistress of ceremonies for this evening so i have all of that going on this afternoon but on saturday and the woo child saturday is a full day for me so i'm 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 uh uh the mistress of ceremonies and the moderator at a her story uh at a country club for um, uh, Joanna McClinton, state rep. Joanna right. McClinton. I'm thinking about coming to that. Hold oh, well, on. come. Well, there you go. Go ahead, get your tickets, and I'll be there. <laughs> and then I have to come to you, Cherie. What's happening at Booker's on Saturday evening? Saturday is our anniversary for owning the restaurant for a year. Woo, 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 woo. Anyway, 
So all weekend long. So starting Friday night, we have guest bartenders, DJs. Saturday, it will be Mother and Fahim will be our guest bartenders. And we have a couple more people that will be coming through. Um, we'll have live music. We'll have merch for sale. You can buy these. Um, we will have little past hors d'oeuvres that, you know, we're going to think about putting some things on the menu. So we'll let people sample and see if we should. Um, it'll just be a fun time of celebration. We will not be shutting down. So there will be food for purpose. Purchase. <laughs> Make your reservations. <laughs> mm-hmm. But there will be a celebratory um, vibe all weekend long. We'll have a jazz, um, jazz saxophonist and a violinist for different segments. The bayou will be open. Um, we'll have, you know, things happening at the bayou. And so it'll just be a really fun um, and celebratory e- e- um, weekend. Okay, so listen, ask Fahim about to make the drinks. Ask me if you want a ginger beer with a little cherry on top, okay? No, no, no. <laughs> basic drinks now. Don't come to me talking about some espresso martinis and all that. Like, no, not, I'm not that endeavor. Like, I'm, I'm good. I can, I can do. Right, I can do. real bartenders. Exactly. Like, I can do margaritas. I can do Long Islands, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. I can do, like, basic drinks, but, you know, all that fancy stuff. You know, no. do craft cocktails. Right, no, no, right? yeah. Go see the other guy for that. But, you know, <laughs> But, but, you know, this is what I love about us is that you come on every Thursday, you know, without fanfare to talk about love, the love is segment. You asked us to do some. We're going to show up at Booker's to support you. And that's how it works in our communities. Right. And so I'm looking forward to it. I told Sharia, said, now for him and I, we just we just want a meal. <laughs> we want to be fed. What I want on the menu, and I'm coming in all black and my painted Doc Martin. So I'm going to be straight out of. Listen, there will be no fancy anything behind that bar. Oh no! But he told me to wear all black. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm going to maybe I wash my hella black, hella proud shirt. No, you know what? Let me put on a Booker's. Can can I get a Booker's? Thing to put on, okay, and then I'll wear black pants, and then my Doc Martens will be. I have some painted Doc Martens that are fly as hell that I'm going to wear um for that evening. But I'm look, we're looking forward to it. For him, listen, it's been, he- it's been hell of a year. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I'm talking about, you know. And it's a great way to end Black History Month right into Women's into History Women's Month. History. I, yeah, I believe and so, and so I'm yeah. excited. Shuri, thank you so much for, you know, uh, just even agreeing to be on this segment with us every single Thursday, unless I'm traveling or you're in the, the continent somewhere. <laughs> uh, to do this. to make it. Right, right. And to Fahim, who joined us, the men were so happy when Fahim joined us. They're like, what for me? A male voice in this craziness. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're not men and we can only speak from our perspective. But Fahim comes on and drops a few gems with us all the time. And so I'm looking forward, you know, if you want to come down to bookers please do make your ma- saturdays are insane make bookers. a reservation make a reservation don't come in and say you know mother and fahim that not gonna work for you i you tell people to- all the time we cannot make more chairs we cannot make more space just because yep. you know somebody yeah 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 so <laughs> if you don't make a, right if you don't make your reservation you're gonna be waving to us from the window okay we'll be there at 7 30 that's the time we have to be there correct yeah 7 okay. 7 30 Okay. All right. So we'll be there. Um, and we'll be there uh, hanging out and talking to all of you, et cetera, et cetera. Sunday morning, I have to do a training session. So, you know, I'm going to, I, I will be a, uh, wet noodle by Monday. 
but I'm showing up to do the things that needs to be done. And I'm so grateful to the both of you for everything that we've accomplished this year on The Source. You know, you've just been so helpful, so gracious, so kind. And to those of you who are listening to us every Thursday and every day uh, at five o'clock in the morning, we thank you too, because without you being here to listen to us every day, Monday through Friday, there would be no Source, right? It would be something else. Um, I'm so grateful to all of you. I'll see you all soon. As, for those of you who are coming to CCP tonight, I'll see you there. Ah, coming up next is Wake Up With Word. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 